Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And as we enter the quantum realm, we will be aligning with the Akashic Records and exploring the Book of Truth with my guest today, who herself goes on shamanic journeys, and she works as a healer in ancient medicine with Reiki and also with the Akashic Records. She is also here to share a light language transmission, which will allow the creation energy to flow interdimensionally in and around us today. Sherry Mosley is here with us, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to this beautiful light soul. Sherry, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful welcome, and I'm so happy to be here. It's so exciting. Um, oh, what a it is very exciting. Oh, thank you. It is a blessing to have you here. Uh, your story is <laughs> one that is beautiful because you are, I would say, you are of the new generation, and the way that you've grown up mm-hmm. in your early childhood in a hippie commune, so to speak, <laughs> really allowed you to have a head start. I mean, I know there was yeah. challenges in that um, in your mm-hmm. own different way, but share with us how um, this really shaped your world into what you're doing now. Oh, Absolutely. It was a very, so it was in San Francisco in the 80s, and it was it was called the Holy Order of Man. Um, they've kind of disassembled now and moved on to other platforms, but um, the originator really studied Christ consciousness, Rosicrucianism, Freemasonry, and so being in this group, you know, it was, it was just a very open and loving environment. It was very family, very community. Um, you know, we weren't in one house. It was just a neighborhood, more or less, and they had a school set up for us. Um, and there was only four of us to start with, so it's not like there was a, a large Four children? Of, 
Okay. Um, yeah, four children. It grew to like six and eight kids, starting with preschool. But, you know, daily we would really just talk about angels and, you know, fairies and stories about the saints. And there was a lot of um, creation, like a lot of painting, working with foreign languages. And, you know, everyone that was running it was a humanitarian. Uh, they definitely they were giving to others. They also still have a facility set up to help single mothers. And so there was this large expansion of love and community. You know, I would stay at other people's houses if my parents were busy. And so it was quite a nurturing nest <laughs> to grow mm-hmm. up in. Beautiful. Um, yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm really lucky to have been able to have that experience. So some would say it's a little sheltered, but it definitely has created me to be an out-of-the-box thinker, very mm-hmm. creative, and it's like a, a good mm, touchstone to come back to as I've gotten older. You know, once I, you know, left that group and was out into the the greater world, <laughs> kind of seeing mm-hmm. what's out there and exploring all of that. It was nice when my shamanic still skills started coming in um, around my Saturn's return that I had something to kind of look back to as being familiar with what was happening with all of these energies and abilities that were starting to come online. Mm. Okay, so so we'll get to that in a moment, but I just want to ask you another question. You had mentioned mm-hmm. that you were adopted as well, and so mm-hmm. this was at a young age, six months um, in foster care, and then at a year and a half yeah. adopted into the family. Of course, you don't mm-hmm. remember that, or maybe you do in your shamanic <laughs> practice. Maybe you do remember that, or at mm-hmm. least you can feel mm-hmm. the energy of that wound. We could say that that would be a core wound. What has that been like for you to deal with that adoption mm-hmm. piece? Um, I definitely wouldn't call it a wound. <laughs> it was definitely, um, part of it would be free will. So this is more getting into the rules of the how the Akashic record works, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has a soul path. And within that, everybody is allowed free will as God has given all of us. And so, you know, it was really up to my birth parents what they wanted to do. And they chose what they wanted to do, and then the universe said, okay, we're going to go this way with this path. Um, and, to, and when I look back at it and what I've seen, I've worked with psychics and mediums, and I've also seen many things myself. Um, it's, it's very clear that everything was taken care of, and everybody was doing the best that they could with what situations were presented. Um, it did lead to some disorientation because my shamanic and psychic abilities do come from my birth mother's side. So without growing up around that, I wasn't fully aware of what was going on <laughs> when these things were occurring. Um, but since then, you know, I have visited her on the spiritual plane. Um, she's on the other side now. And so I've communicated with her as well as my great-great-grandmother. And they are the ones that have the strong medicine woman lineage. 
And that is what has helped bring in uh, a lot of the path that I've gone through more recently, even, um, I guess, since 2012, right? <laughs> That's definitely yeah. when things started getting um, more loud, I guess you could say. Yeah. So it's it's been an adventure, but, you know, a lot of wonderful teachers and helpers have been um, brought to me along the way to bring me to you right now with everything that I've done and am doing. And it's all just coming together. I love how you do not see the adoption <laughs> piece as a wound. And that, again, <laughs> is indicative of the way that you were raised in a nurturing mm. community where you saw everyone as a humanitarian. And we were speaking before mm-hmm. the show how when you got out into the, quote, real world, making the transition mm-hmm. from that community into a more of a mainstream community, you were kind of shocked that not everyone's a humanitarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't even watching television, you know, not really. Maybe on the weekends at my grandparents' house, but I was pretty outside of the everyday culture that, say, somebody, if they're going to public school and, you know, watching MTV and (laughs) Mm -hmm. cartoons, I wasn't really a part of that. Um, I was out in nature and um, doing arts and crafts and baking and, um, yeah, stuff like that, which is, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Not that the outside world is bad. I mean, believe me, I love my 80s movies now. <laughs> the 80s movies. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's Chick a lot Lips. of great... Oh, yeah. Well, no, not so much that, but I've noticed that there are just a lot of messages in movies, and that's actually... My guides work with me a lot in sending me messages through movies, so I'll get nudges to watch movies. I do some spiritual uh-huh. movie reviews on my blog. Um, but there are definitely platforms that people have channeled in some very strong wisdom in a very playful and beautifully graphic nature. I mean, you could look at like the Never Ending Story or the Dark Crystal or even the Star Wars trilogy, you know, all of them. Great. There's like myths on the screen, very shamanic, right, to tell the story. So mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a fun way to put on your spiritual thinking cap and really watch the movie from that spiritual angle and view. Um, So, yeah. You named a few there. You did name a few there, the Star Wars trilogy, (laughs) Never Ending Story. What are some Mm -hmm. other of your favorite spiritual movies for, uh, you know, for the masses to expand their minds? Oh, Oh, well, um, the Matrix trilogy. (laughs) Classic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I like, uh, well, in terms of the Akashic Record, and I did do a write-up on my blog about this, um, Groundhog Day is classic. You know, repeating the same thing over and over again, trying to learn and expand and grow and find love. And it's really fun to watch him just (laughs) (laughs) really face, face his own ego, go through death, right, to finally reach that ascension of being in love and meeting somebody in that feeling of love, right? It's just a really Mm -hmm. fun movie to do that with. 
Um, yes, I love that yeah. one. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of some other ones. Uh, oh, now don't laugh at this one. <laughs> it's the it, it's called Explorers, and Explorer? I guess you could okay. say it's a, a kids movie. Explorers. It's got Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix, and they receive messages from extraterrestrials in their dreams and build a spaceship and go and visit these extraterrestrials. I have watched this movie hundreds of times. And uh, it's I watched it as a kid, and my grandfather actually helped me and my cousin build our own little spaceship. I was so inspired from it. And now, you know, it makes a lot more sense now that I'm channeling and, you know, uh, communing with other beings. But it's really a fun movie to watch. You know, and just they make it seem so ordinary. Like, yeah, somebody's trying to communicate with us. They're calling us. Let's go. I'm like, how could we not be plugging in the way we are when, I mean, if you grew up in the 80s, there were movies like this around, right? Mm -hmm. So it's definitely coming through on the creative channels to bring this information in. That's that's why I really love a lot of movies. They give you that. Um, it's like channeling, but through creation, you know, yes. through art. Mm-hmm. It's just another another form. And I'm very visual, so I, I really, really enjoy it. Well, thank you for sharing on that. And I've never yeah. heard of the movie Explorers, so I know I'm not mm-hmm. the only one that's going to go check that out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, of yeah. course, not to mention Avatar and The Last Mimsy and all of these uh-huh. great movies. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, all right. So we're here to talk about the Akashic Records. And yeah. you were saying that the movie Groundhog Day really helps to illustrate that, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's make the connection As you, you know, you've grown up in this, given a real head start um, because you were in such a beautiful community where you were Mm -hmm. allowed to let your gifts come through. And and then you went and Mm -hmm. you studied with Oriental Medicine and all of it. And Mm -hmm. the the Akashic um, Enlightenment is actually something that was given to you a few years ago. Um, So share more on that. Actually, if you could make a connection with, with how you really came to trust your guides and listen to your guides and, and even um, mm-hmm. discern and yeah. know the truth. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So, yeah, it was definitely a journey. Um, the I, I, At my Saturn's return, I started spontaneously buying uh, shamanic books. I didn't know what was going on. Um, and that's when I... You're, yeah. The first Saturn yeah. around 29. 29, okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, and I'm a double Capricorn, Sun and Moon Capricorn. So my Saturn's return was serious, mm-hmm. <laughs> very serious. It was quite a wake-up call. Um, so I called up this woman in San Francisco and asked, you know, I, I think I'm a shaman. Can you do some training for me? And she was training in Reiki with shamanism. And I started training with her, and it was just, everything just started happening so quickly and so natural. Uh, she was even taken aback with it because um, I was reading what she was doing, and it was kind of like once I opened the door, everything just started flooding in, and I actually had to learn how to dial things down 
to have some boundaries, right? So it's like, oh, I have all these this connection or psychic ability, and it's so strong, and I don't really have any control over it. And mm-hmm. so then it became about um, learning some boundaries and how to really use work with that energy and use my abilities. And that's what getting my master's in Chinese medicine really helped. You know, it's a clinical setting. Uh, you're learning a lot about ancient shamanism, right? That's what Chinese medicine is. And it's just, it's a very grounded way to work with this energy, right? You're working with the energy points on the body. You know, they talk mm-hmm. about the spirit of the point. There's the spirit of the herbs as well. And they teach you how to be a practitioner and to work with people. And that really helped me learn how to have boundaries while treating somebody or, you know, just um, being there to help somebody heal or go through healing work. I also studied Qigong when I was there. So that's working with energy. So again, when you were there, where is, did you go to right. Asia for that study? Oh, no, this was in Berkeley. It was acupuncture in Berkeley. Okay. Integrative Medicine College, yeah. Okay. And they, I mean, learning Qigong is part of the curriculum because this is how you channel the qi mm-hmm. uh, to do acupuncture, right? Beautiful. Yeah, and so while I was in acupuncture school, I also still felt a call to the shamanic uh, world and training Um as I learned later that that's, you know, it's part of my lineage, my bloodline. So it made sense that I'd be called to that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was referred to the foundation for shamanic studies and I did their training and it really gave me a lot of background to have a platform to talk to the spirit guides. And that's what I really liked. There was a, you know, it's a very straightforward method. And that's what I find helps in doing all of this work is having a very organized and clear method of how you're going to interact with these beings, be it um, your teachers, your power animals, angels, extraterrestrials, whoever you're going to be communicating with. Um, It's good to just have that structure. And just like you would be doing anything else, you know, it's it's just, it's an area where structure isn't as common. And so when you have these abilities and, you know, there could be spirits walking up to you left and right, which is what was happening to me before I got trained. Um, I would see spirits and shut down in fear because I was overwhelmed. I didn't know what was going on, right? Really? uh, Oh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> would, was, so you, know, you would see like disincarnate in a oh, hallway yeah. really yeah yeah so when I was oh I don't know when I guess more when did it really happen I guess when I would go to old places uh, uh-huh. like a Victorian home up north in California or a lot of it happened when I was living in England on study abroad and traveling in and, Paris, <clears throat> those uh-huh. were two instances that kind of really broke me in terms of I, I have to deal with this, I have to face this. 
um, where there was, you know, there were spirits there, beings. Uh, it would it would be what's considered in the shamanic world as the middle world, right? And in the middle world, there's benevolent and non-benevolent beings. And so without training, you're just kind of bombarded. And the fear, fear, the fear. Attracts fear, right? Mm-hmm. And so you really don't want to contract in fear. And I, I hadn't learned this. And once I got my shamanic training, then I... You know, I just felt more confident in, okay, now I can go and visit the benevolent beings. And so I started doing that a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Journeying to the upper and lower world. Okay. It felt like coming home. And that is what really opened everything up, was doing that regularly, joining a local drum circle, practicing and when you're the shamanic way is it's very it provides a protective way to uh, engage with spirits, especially when you're new, you know, and I was new, and I was already being approached by spiritual entities, and so I really wanted a system in which I felt like I could have a conversation and learn to interact with them where I felt safe. And I think probably the wisest thing that somebody said to me when I was doing my shamanic training was that it's not really any different on the spiritual plane than it is in the physical plane. So if a stranger walks up to you, you're going to have some boundaries and, you know, you're going to talk to them and, you know, you're not just going to totally let them put onto you whatever they have going on. And I thought, wow. That's very true. Why Why am I freaking out that it's happening on a spiritual plane, right? It's just that idea of, oh, it's happening on a plane that's on another dimension in this physical world, and then it's, quote, scary. But then breaking out of that, it just became, okay, well, here is another being approaching me. They just happen to be in a different plane, so I'm going to talk to them just as I would as if a human being were to walk up to me. (laughs) And so it really normalizes it. And I find that that's the most helpful thing when you are learning how to do this. Um, As you become more seasoned with it, um, it just becomes another way of having conversations. They're just with consciousness and beings that are on a different plane or platform than being physically incarnated. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, we could take a whole nother sidetrack on that conversation, <laughs> but I'm going to rain. I'm like, did I answer we will. your question? <laughs> yes, you did. We're going to come back into okay. that. So let's make the connection with the Akashic Records then, because right. you use this as a real healing method. It really allows us information into mm-hmm. what we know. So how did yeah. that come into being? Right. So this is so this was in 2015. So after I finished my acupuncture school, I dove deep into the shamanic side of things and was doing a lot of journeying. Um, there were just some events that were going on then that I was really seeking some deeper spiritual knowledge, and I just started journeying a lot. <laughs> and this started to open up higher realms. So. The more that you work with the spirits, you know, it's like a 
they're happy to help you as long as you are helping others and you are helping yourself grow. And so they just keep going along the path as a teacher would, right? And Mm -hmm. so doing these journeys, I just was taken on this path of opening, opening things up. And that is when I got introduced to the Akashic Records, my teacher, my shamanic teacher in my shamanic journey said, these are the Akashic Records and I want you to go and study them. And he was showing me, you know, things, my connections to people and there's a whole lesson on the parallel lives, the multiple dimensions, mm. and how we can choose what we're doing. I mean, it all kind of happened very quickly, and I was actually quite surprised when it did. And I just kept asking more questions, and eventually um, I got some new teachers in my shamanic realm. One of them was Ascended Master Jesus. And once he showed up, it, everything kind of took on a higher level. And this is when I was taught that I can do healing in the Akashic Records. And then I just started, you know, buying books, looking online, trying to learn everything I could about the Akashic Records. And while I was doing that, I kept journeying. And so I kept getting lessons from my teachers in my journeys about the Akashic Records. I got a lot of healings, clearings, chakra alignments. I mean, I could write a book on just all of that, and maybe I will after Mm -hmm. I I do these other books. Um, But I didn't really know what was happening then. But part of the information that I wrote down from the journeys is what is in the Akashic Enlightened book now. So... It's the story of how it led up to Akashic Enlightenment. So first they introduced the Akashic Records, and I was studying that. And then in one of the books that I had purchased, I was reading an Arcturian prayer. And when I opened the Arcturian prayer, I had this loud message of, you know, this isn't the best prayer for you. This is the best prayer for you. Write it down. And I wrote it down as I write everything down, journeys or Akashic record work. And I honestly, I kind of set it aside and didn't think too much of it. Um, And then I thought, you know, I think that was important. I should look at that again. And Mm -hmm. I looked at the prayer, and it was the Akashic Enlightenment prayer. And, you know, it's really funny how you can just pass over these moments that could actually change your entire life. If you look at it. I bet that happens daily. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. The messages that come in, you know, it's amazing. I mean, I won't get too off track, but I could. But, you know, so I I paid attention and I, I looked at the prayer and I thought, okay, this is important. I talked to some other people who were working in the Akashic Records and they're like, yeah, this is, this is, this is a legitimate opening prayer and, It's really high vibration, high level. And so then I just started asking, okay, what do I do with this? Like, oh, you have to put this online. you got to teach this. And I was like, "Um, okay. (laughs) I don't really know what that looks like, but 
okay, I, I will do that. And so at that point, I was pretty used to trusting my guides, knowing that they were taking me in a positive direction, a direction that was for my personal growth, for the benefit of others. This is part of the shamanic way of working with the spirits is they are excited to work with you, especially when you are willing to help others, right? They've kind of, mm. they've signed up to do this benevolent, helpful work, right? This is their soul work that they're doing on another plane, right? Just as we have our work to do here, they're doing their work. And so we're coming together and doing that together. And so I listened to them and I, you know, downloaded a bunch of information by asking questions in the prayer. And so the way it works is you open the prayer and then you ask questions and then you just start basically automatic writing what comes to you. And in my case, because I was being put in the position of being a teacher, there was a lot of information coming in on, you know, questions and classes to teach, how to teach this. When you normally go in there to just ask for yourself, you know, you'll get a good amount of information. And when you get the information, it starts to shift your consciousness out of where the ego mind is taking a hold of your thoughts and your actions. And so it's resetting you to your soul's highest good as well as moving you along your ascension path. And that's what makes Akashic Enlightenment different than just the Akashic Records. And this was the steeper learning curve for me on going through this process because the Akashic Records became quite familiar. You know, there's a lot of books out there about it at this point. You know, I mean, gosh, in the last three or four years, I feel like it's quadrupled. So it's clear that working in the Akashic Records is where, you know, our our culture and the community is going towards, right? Having access to this higher self knowledge and enlightenment so that we can go with this paradigm shift that's happening. This is one of the tools. Um, and so with Akashic Enlightenment, the difference is that it's also opening up the Book of Truth. So should I continue or did you have any questions? You know, I do have one more question. For okay. those who may not be familiar with yes. Akashic Records, you know, we tend to just yes. think, oh, like chakras, everyone knows what that is. Right. There may be some that don't understand that. Of and course. So they, of course. That it's, it's a record of everything that's ever gone on. So then how would we right. use that for healing or enlightenment? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so the Akashic Records are an energetic record. So it's kind of like, you know, your your computer connects to the cloud or to the Wi-Fi. Well, we'll say the cloud, right, where you mm-hmm. update everything. And so your Akashic record is basically the database, the large database of your soul. It's also referred to as the Book of Life. So in the Bible, it's kind of like what you are, quote, judged. I don't so much believe that part but okay. <laughs> where you are looked at in terms of well what did you do in this life right mm-hmm. and so now you can look at past present and future quote life right in accordance to what your soul has experienced emotionally your thoughts your actions anything that your soul has done has incarnated as has traveled to 
is in this Akashic record. And because mm. it's in a, it's considered an ace density form of information. I believe it's Edgar Casey that said that it's an ace density. And because it's in this higher density form, it's occurring all at one time, past, present, and future. And this is what my shamanic journey was showing me earlier on with these multiple dimensions and timelines. I just didn't understand it, that that was also a representation of the Akashic Records. And so what it is is that because you can see if you're clairvoyant or hear clairaudiently what these records have to share, and also you can get clairsentient, you can get the feelings from them, is you are accessing your past lives, your present lives, and also where you can go into the future. And so it will start to shift you where you are now and where you're going based on this, which means you can also clear, you know, step out of your karma. This is where, this is where ascended master Jesus, when he showed up in my shamanic journeys, he was saying, this is the healing part because, you know, mm-hmm. Christ consciousness is all about forgiveness. And mm-hmm. forgiveness is what clears these, these karmic loops that people get stuck in, right? And so you look at these past lives more frequently. We're looking at the past lives and pulling out the trauma that happened, the beliefs that you're still carrying, and how it's affecting you in this present life. Um, at the same time, you can clear things that happened earlier on in childhood. So it's, it's like a really intense version of psychotherapy, right? We're going to places yes. that you couldn't touch in psychotherapy, right? Because you're not remembering, oh, this happened. And so by accessing it and, and clearing it in the records, it's basically pulling that file out. Or clearing it up, right? So it's like when you get a software update on your computer to make it run better, right? Mm-hmm. We're doing an update. We're like, mm, yeah, these things, this is, this is a false belief that you were carrying from this previous lifetime and it's really not serving you right now. So let's just let that go and reset that past life back to your original soul self, right? And so the more that you are collecting more of this original soul self, the more you are becoming aligned within yourself. And so you are coming from a place where then you won't be triggered by things. Um, Oftentimes, you know, relationships or people can sometimes just disappear from your life because they were in your life because you were playing out a past life, a karmic pattern, um, a loop, right? Like Groundhog Day, the loop repeating over and over again. Well, as soon as you understand the lesson from that, boom, you're on to a whole other, what could be considered a, a timeline, right? Because you've stepped out of that repeating pattern, right? So that's why I like that movie. It shows very clearly if he wakes up in the morning and the clock isn't playing the same song on the radio. <laughs> like, thank God, you know, where there's another song on the radio. I'm moving forward, right? You know, mm-hmm. basically what... What it is to be a soul is that we're moving forward, we're co-creating, we're experiencing things. This is the purpose of being a soul that's connected to source. So, mm-hmm. before I go on, does does that answer that question? 
I could go on the tangent. Yes, it does. <laughs> the database of the soul and how we can really tune into it. You know, when when we say we know everything that we need to know within, we are accessing the Akashic Records. And mm-hmm. it's through our sacred heart that we have access to that. And you use the enlightenment prayer to really open up to it. So I love that. Okay, yeah, so mm-hmm. um beautiful. Um I'll let you go on because we're gonna we're gonna be able okay. to um go into a light language transmission as well. But I just want to let mm-hmm. you finish on on anything on the Akashic record and how it came to you and how you developed the training. Oh, okay. Well, I also just wanted to touch on, before I move on, because they express um, that the importance of talking about the Book of Truth, which is the Book other part of Akashic Enlightenment. So it does access your Akashic records by using your full legal name, which is your vibrational imprint in this incarnation. But then it also opens the Book of Truth. And the book of truth are the cosmic laws of the universe, the true laws outside of any man-made or societal laws or even false beliefs. And this is where things start to get into more of the ascension path, right? So you can be living in your soul path, but you can be living your soul path at different ascension levels. Right, And this depends on where you are in terms of your uh, ascension work that you're doing. And ascension work is more of becoming aware of where you are in your alignment to source and not getting caught up in what are considered either false beliefs or, or lies or misperceptions that are created either by others or by society, which would also be considered created by others. And, you know, part of this, I I try not to get into the politics of (laughs) ascension and how we kind of, you know, the human DNA got altered and that we're now, you know, stuck in this reincarnation loop. I feel that there's a lot of information about that out there. But basically the Book of Truth is helping us kind of revert back to our original Christed self right, or our, or our Buddha enlightenment self, whatever. It's not like a, a religious um, connotation here when I say the Christ consciousness. It's more of, you know, that fully divine human blueprint that you carry. This is what the Book of Truth starts pushing you into. And so in the book, the Akashic Enlightenment book, there are some channeled scribings from the book of truth and they come off a little bit either it sounds like scripture from the bible or if you've done a course of miracles it sounds Mm -hmm. familiar to that Um, i did study a course of miracles and i do feel that you know it is a channeled material i do feel that it did alter my own uh, ascension path and it did they it did partially um, contribute to the creation of or the embodiment of Akashic Enlightenment. Um, because the A Course in Miracles would be considered material that is from the Book of Truth, right? Because the Course in mm-hmm. Miracles goes over um, just the general laws 
of the universe, they use more of, it's a slightly more religious context where they use, uh, they talk about Jesus and God and um, it, it just sounds a little bit more biblical. And so I was told that, you know, the Course in Miracles is a key to the gateway that is um, Akashic Enlightenment and the Book of Truth, right? So it's just like a little piece of going into this higher ascension and creation energy that's really pushing you to be that divine ascended master that you are and that co-creator that you are. And that's where we're all heading with this paradigm shift. And so the way the Akashic Enlightenment works is it's by opening your Akashic records, which is your soul path, your soul imprint, and working with the Book of Truth. But because the Book of Truth is such a large database, now I do have some scribings in the book, but they also say that the best way to use the Book of Truth is actually, you know, the way it is with Akashic Enlightenment, where you come in, you open Akashic Enlightenment, and you come in with a question. When there's a large database, the best way to get the best information and the most healing out of it is with a question. And some people use this even outside of Akashic Enlightenment, where if you ask the universe, it will provide you an answer, right? You have to ask for help and assistance from the angels or the ascended masters in order for them to step in. So there's really this idea of asking. And so when you ask in Akashic Enlightenment, you are also asking in your Akashic records as well as the Book of Truth. So it's going to bring in information for your highest soul path, accessing, you know, past lives or any of that, also working with the cosmic laws of what is true for the universe. So it's really going to pull you out of a lot of these old paradigms that our, our earth is ascending out of. Right, so this is how it makes it an ascension tool to help you in your ascension path. And this is where the alignment trainings that I teach and that are also in the book, so you can do them on your own, open your records and you go through these series of questions. And by asking these questions and writing down the answers and even sometimes just taking in the energy, it starts to shift you. Okay, and it shifts you on your soul path as well as shifting your vibration and higher energies because you're accessing this higher level of data, you know, spiritual data coming into your consciousness and altering your consciousness. And it's a very simple process that you can do on your own. It's nice to do with other people. And when I do it, in a class setting, I find that the energies ramp up even higher. And then when I do like a one-on-one session, I oftentimes will get light language transmissions to help that person uh, shift, which is, and this is the one thing that I really like doing the one-on-one sessions, is I've noticed that a lot of people are really on their own individual path. And yes, you can do a group class, but I really like doing the one-on-one because it allows us to go even deeper into really helping the individual, you know, get rid of those patterns, step outside of those fears, anxieties, and really step into their own divine light. And it's nice to have that just, you know, personal assistance because I've been spending so much time dedicated to doing this. 
on how to get get the best answers to really work with the beings of light and the lords of the records on how to maximize the time that you're there, right? So everybody has their own um, way of learning and everybody has their own pace, you know, and I like to really respect everyone's own pace. You know, everyone has their own past lives that they've been through. Some people are more familiar with this material because they've worked on it in past lives. And, and some people are newer. And so it's just sometimes it's a different pace for different people. So it's nice to do some one-on-one time with people and really help them adjust to ultimately becoming very autonomous with their their ascension and their soul path, right? Because ideally it's, it's nice to have that connection to talk to higher beings and to feel safe and to feel nurtured and comforted and guided and supported you know everybody should have that that connection to be able to have that on a daily basis you know especially the way the world the world is going right now it's great to have a tool and practice and that's that's originally what i was guided to do was you know really give this and spread this out to as many people because it's it's a very valuable tool to help people mm-hmm. in these great times of change. So that's yes. why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much for that. And also, you know, that's what you offer. All of our listeners have access to your special offer where you do yes. the one-on-one sessions. You do those over Skype yes. or Zoom or phone mm-hmm. or even in person. And then you yes. also do longer group training. And that's all available yes. in the, mm-hmm. the special that you have for our listeners. And we thank you for that. Yes. We'll talk about that later. Absolutely. We will yeah. do a, a, a session with you, like a group, <clears throat> a group session where... Okay. We can feel this because light language will come through. And then we will open it to some questions. We already have some questions that are coming in um, that we could answer. But I just want to give you space right now to go ahead and and take us on Mm -hmm. a little journey, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling a need to kind of um, touch in a little bit deeper right now. Mm -hmm. So... um, Previous to the call, I had opened the records and invited everyone's higher self in. <clears throat> so I'm just going to uh, reinitiate that connection, and then uh, then we can move forward with either bringing in light language overall or questions. But let me just dial in a little deeper here, and then we'll see. Okay? Beautiful. Okay. So. Okay.
So we're just going to start off with a little light language transmission, just to get everybody set into this Akashic Enlightenment energy that is presenting itself for everybody now. And also then we can take calls once we're, <clears throat> you know, sitting in this communal divine space more collectively and together. Karanisho konanesha eketino ananesho kutuna asha onanesha kitina ni okutu usha hananisha akatina onanesha katina okatina osha kitini ishi kuta anane hasha kina otati uka nanesh kita onane kita nisha okutu unaneshi akatini nishu okutana nisha Oh, I see Isha Anna Ketisha on a ene shiki ana hot eshi. Oh, Ketisha Anna Nesha ah, tishi ikiti ina. Oh, shakiti ashi iti osha. Anna Nisha ete ene nishi. Hot eshi kena ena na nishi ane. Hoshi kiti na nishi. Anna Nisha ishi ishi ukutu ushu una ene eshi ikiti ine 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 asha. お、こてねねけあたあなねしくうたあなえしきていたあなねおてえしえしえしえしえなあなねあなねえしうかたなねおてえねねしあくてねえねねしおかてねえねねしうかたなねあなえしきてねな Ananesh ekitina onanesh eish akutuna ananesh ananesh kutuna eish anane eti ina nishu kutuna eita eti onaketina ananesh ikitina ne atane nanesh kutuna nunish iti anane tina akatana onanesh ekitina ne hokatina nishu kutane Otani shikitina shikitina onene. Otani akatana shikitina anane. Oh, beloved brothers and sisters, we are gathering again as we did in Numeria long ago. We are once again gathering our tribes and coming together for this collective message and for healing for those who are looking for it. We're just going to connect now to the Council of Light for a, a message here. The Light Language has connected all of us on this earth plane as well as higher. There are beings present here as well that are coming together in a galactic community. And everybody is coming into this sacred space now to reconnect with these energies. Divine brothers and sisters, you are not alone in these great times of transition. Some of you are worrying about what is to come. 
worrying about what is happening, worrying about possible divisions that are going on. This is not necessary. What happened in the past will not happen again. Too many of you have switched over. Too many of you, so many of you, have come in to help with these transitions at this time. We are so grateful with so many of you that have truly come into your light and being, channeling and guiding all of these beings here who are asking for assistance not even knowing that they are needing assistance. You are doing your job. Know that you are doing your job every day, even in the littlest things that you do. If you are saying a prayer to the divine, if you are opening the door to somebody, if you are feeding somebody, if you are holding a crying baby, all of these are still coming in at the highest resonance of you expressing love and this is what is paramount and this is what is needed at this time. This is all that there is right now is love. Love is the message. Love is what is coming through and love is what is coming above and beyond. We are past the point of going back to where we were and this is a good thing. Not to put things into good and bad, but we are going into a positive direction. There is no need for any fear at this time. Karanisho, Katananisho, Akatisho, Okutuna, Anane, Eshe, Kita, Anane, Hosha, Ete, Eshe, Ukatana, Enene, Ota, Eshe, Ikitina, Anane, She, Okutusha, Hata, Eshe, Akatina, Anane, She, Okutu, Usha, Akatina, Anane, Okutu, Unane, Heshe, Eshe, Kutu, Ushu, Unane, Ata, Ene, Enene, Nene, Shiku, Utuna, Anane, Ata, Enene, She, Ikitina, Onane, Ona eshe ikitina anane hoshi kitina okatana okatana eshe ikitina ashe ikitina okotu ushu iti anane eshe ikitina anane. Do not just look at the symbolism of what is going on outside, for these are mere distractions of what is really going on inside. And right now, this is what we are collecting to at this moment. We are all coming together on this internal plane to really look at where this paradigm shift is going. And the light is so strong. And it cannot be masked anymore. This truth is here now. We are this living proof. Always remember to go within. And there is no need to be looking outside, ever. You do not need to look outside for any validation at this point for where we are going forward. Going forward is going to be seen from within. And this is the most important thing for you to know right now. Looking outside will only become confusing. You must look within continually, daily, for this is where the answers are. This is where we are now. Close your eyes, look and see and feel. Look at the massive group of beings of love collected together now. This is who you are. This is where you are going. And this is how it is going to be. Ha ta ene ne she ekiti ina okata ene ne she. 
Esh ekitina ona ne ekitina ona ne she okotuna ne shekitana ne ona ne shekitina. We thank you for listening today. Many blessings and love. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Comforting as well. And I know that helped to transmute some of the questions coming in. Yes, I got that too. It spoke to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It spoke to that. Really being here now. No need for fear. We are past Mm -hmm. the point of going back. Mm -hmm. And the external is a distraction. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. There Beautiful. is a couple of questions that do come in, and mm-hmm. you and it was answered. So I don't know if we need to say anything more about it, but it <laughs> is one. I, I had the same feeling that they were answering the questions that were coming in, and I want to mm-hmm. thank everybody that is participating either now or even. I feel like there are so many spirits here that even may not be on the call now, but their higher selves are here. Um, for this meeting, and I just want to thank everybody for coming together as this light collective that we are. It's such a gift. Um, Yes, yes. mm -hmm. Really, um, going forward is going within, always looking within. Um, And so I don't even want to mention some of those questions that came up because I think you know, I think those who wrote that question absolutely know the answer to it now. We will not look wow. outside of ourselves and, and go mm-hmm. into a fear state over something called mm-hmm. the solar flash or the event. Mm-hmm. Because in mm-hmm. my mind, they did speak of the event. The event is going forward by going within. Mm-hmm. And this is how we mm-hmm. get to new earth, new solutions. Um, Absolutely. Not to be distracted. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so were the, the questions coming in, were they being typed and you received them or is that? Yes. And so we have some oh, folks okay. with their hands raised um, and some are coming mm-hmm. in over uh, the Q&A, right? Our Q&A box. And okay. Mm-hmm, let's see. Beautiful. Um I do feel like a lot of them were answered, but there yes. are some that are maybe coming up now that are on a different um, strain of things. Okay, let's go. Um, this comes up a lot, too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, like Jeannie, Jeannie Marie, she says that she's got two, she's bombarded with family energies and ancestral issues, environmental mm. stresses. Uh, she has two family members who are ill, maybe ready to cross over. She's experiencing mm. their <clears throat> physical and emotional issues, and she's doing okay. clearings and activations, yet she mm-hmm. cannot seem to shift the heavy energy, right. and she mm-hmm. completely has lost touch with what brings joy. Mm-hmm. So can you mm-hmm. look into her field mm-hmm. and assist mm-hmm. on what's happening or what's what she's missing to create lasting healing. Mm-hmm. Can you say her name again? Jeannie Marie. Jeannie Marie. 
So the first thing that was coming up is definitely, it's very simple. And a lot of times what's happening now is um, people are making things too complex. And for her specifically, and many others listening can learn from this, is it becomes a path of acceptance. Okay, and this is really starting to move into the higher realms. First there is love, and then there becomes acceptance. And everybody is on their own path of development and ascension and going to the beyond. And when we involve ourselves with trying to control or understand or even help them with those things, we are giving our energy in a way that isn't helpful. And that's what becomes draining. Right? And so, it, because it's coming from a place of, it's not necessary. It really isn't necessary. If somebody isn't coming to you for help or assistance, let them do what they're doing. Right? It's your, that is how you extend love to yourself and fulfill yourself with the highest energy, is by extending acceptance. You don't have to immerse yourself around, like, family members that are feeling like they're at a heavier resonance. If you don't feel good about being around it all the time, then don't, right? So this is a matter of self-love through acceptance of what others are choosing to do. And there's a little, there's some light language coming in now, too, so... Kara so we're really stepping into, they're showing visualizations here as well. Sometimes they get a clairvoyant vision with the light language. And they're really showing this, uh, this soul resonance as well as past life for her in that you know, you're standing there with your staff as this strong leader, this woman warrior of the light, and that you have all this strength within you, and you just have to stand in it. That's all you have to do is stand in it. As soon as you start leaning out of that is when you are not being your true soul sovereign self. And being your true soul sovereign self is the best gift that you can give anybody, including yourself. And when you do this, it's not even about negative energy, positive energy. It's not about any of that. It's about standing in love and in truth and accepting you in all of your strength and allowing others to be how they are. Hmm. 
Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, Jeannie Marie, we hope that was very helpful. The mm-hmm. light language sounds uh, so ancient, actually, like a mm-hmm. grandmotherly. Um, mm-hmm. And I love how it was it was referred to Lemuria. You and I have not even spoken of Lemuria, mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. I'm tickled when Lemuria mm-hmm. always pops up. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to our call. Let's go to okay. a caller. Um, we're going to go to Cambridge, and Holly okay. is on the call. Hello, Holly. Hello. Hello, Holly. Hello. Hi. Hi. Are you on the web call system? Yes. Oh, great. Um, um, hi. I was calling because um, I have a sort of unusual um, – I feel like my um, access to guidance and intuition is sort of karmically blocked, and I wanted to know – since if I have trouble accessing my own records, I can't figure out why. If you had any insight onto that, okay. Uh, have you you've tried working in your records? You're saying, and it hasn't worked for you. Um, I haven't specifically tried going into the records. I've tried most of the methods that are mm-hmm. are you know, taught mm-hmm. as to how to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you say your first and last name if you're okay with that? Um. How about my first and middle name? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Holly Ray. Okay. So, I mean, the first part of it, just outside of anything, is it looks like you're almost being forced to take a break. Um, so what can happen is is that when you start spending a lot of time on the higher plane, at a certain point, it's not about being there. It's about being here. And so what they're saying is that that there's like a weakness or, you know, you need to learn how to balance the two. And so you're kind of getting forced back into the material plane until you can calibrate kind of being in the middle, right? Because if you're all the way up high too much, then you can't focus on what's going on here. It seems like you have like a lot of material world responsibilities to be taken care of. Um, and let's just see also if there's any past life blocks that are a part of this. But part of it is natural, okay, of learning to integrate the two. I don't know if you resonate with that, of having um, difficulty in the past of being too spaced out or ungrounded. I feel like more I've been trying to focus on it because I haven't been successful at, at you know, I, I felt like, well, if I try harder or if I do something else, I just keep doing things. And so, yeah, I do think I've, I've probably overdone it, but I also think it's because I've mm-hmm. been this blockage. Okay, let's look at the past here. <laughs> They're blocking me right now. They're really saying that it really is learning to, you're going to have, it's about trust that you have to learn to keep walking forward even when you're cut off, okay? And and trusting that at the right time it's going to open up, that that it's just it's part of your path right now is to keep walking while not totally in the high, deep, deep, high realm. Does that make sense? Um, Yeah. That you have to keep going forward even while you're not totally dialed in. It's kind of like you're going through a transition they're showing an image of kind of like going through a tunnel, 
right? And so it's like you have to get around certain things. And in order to do that, you have to go through this tunnel. And the tunnel is more or less cutting you off from certain things, which feels uncomfortable, but it's kind of, it's kind of a test. <laughs> you know, is she going to keep going through the tunnel? Is she going to trust that we're going to be there at the end of the tunnel? And it's going to build strength for what's coming for you next. Okay. Exciting, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like keep going, keep going, keep following the synchronicities or things that are popping up to you, okay? Because you just keep going in the right direction, the direction that you know that you are going in. And they're, they're waiting for you to take you kind of like to your next level, right? It's almost kind of like in a, in a video game how there's different levels. You have to go through the level to get to the end of it to go to the next level. So you have to walk the path of the current level that you're in to get to the end of it so that then you open up the other realms. So it's a, it's a type of transition or transformation that you're going in right now. But it won't always be that way. And you need to learn to trust. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's do a, we'll do a little light language for you, okay? Thank you. Karadishu akatina shokutu ushu kina shekitia tane shekia sho anane shekita ne shokuati sha kutu anane shekiti anane shukutu ashakia ne anane shekita ne shokatina at ish akutu una anane shekiti asha okatisho tiana nia 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 shokutu una ne there's really a strong image of your heart being like a flashlight while you're in this what seems to be a dark tunnel. So keep following your heart and focusing on that as you're going through this, this transition, okay? Yes, thank you. That was wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Holly. Thank you, Holly Ray. <laughs> awesome. We've got some uh, text people texting in on the Q and A line saying that you did answer their questions. It's beautiful, and the light language is absolutely beautiful and wonderful, beautiful, and very wonderful. healing. Uh huh. Um, what would you say for we've we we get this a lot? People are suddenly speaking mm -hmm. light language. Um, not knowing mm. what it means. Personally, awesome. myself, I'm, I'm I'm drawn to toning, really, and it's funny to see my oh, animals wonderful. reacting to it. Um, can you yeah. offer some advice on uh, what we do with the light language? Um, we don't know what it means. Mm -hmm. Does that mm -hmm. is that necessary? What do we do in that case? Nope. <laughs> you just do it. Just just do, do it, it, baby. It's there for a reason. Like I will, I was telling Lauren at the beginning of this talk that I will walk around my house just speaking light language to myself randomly. I'll be doing dishes, and I'll start speaking light language. And it's it's your divine self bringing in alignment codes for you. It's the most beautiful thing. It's self healing. It's the highest mm -hmm. way to be loving yourself. It's it's just beautiful. So speak it. Let it flow. And even when you do it for yourself and you are 
speaking it, that sound is going out into the world, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the butterfly flaps its wings, and look what happens on the other side of the planet. So imagine you are in your kitchen having your toast and tea for breakfast, and you're speaking light language all of a sudden, and it's going to shift something all the way on the other side of the planet. Right? Because you are shifting mm-hmm. you. And when you shift you, that is the most powerful thing in the world. It is such a gift. So, yes, let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you have to kind of do it in the privacy of your own space at first, right? Uh, or in your car or where not too many oh, people yeah. are going to hear you, just so that you can feel protected. Because, you know, if we can do it uninhibited, oh, it oh, is yeah. amazing. So truly amazing. And the animals respond. The oh, animals yeah. really the respond. The birds love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, do. They, they know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing on that. All right. Let's, um, we have time for another caller, maybe two. Let's go yeah. to, we're going to go to Milena in Poland on a web call. Wow. Hello, Milena. Uh, hello, Hi, Milena. Hello, can you hear me? Uh, yes. Hi. Yes. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, I would like to ask for uh, help um, um, about healing from abuse. I seem to have yeah. a very yeah. strong pattern of abusive mm-hmm. relationships. And mm-hmm. it got to the point that um, I cannot work because I'm... I feel so so bombarded with with mm-hmm. uh, these energies. I uh, yeah. lead a solitary life, but I'm. Uh, it also triggers my poverty patterns because I cannot work. <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of a desperate yeah, so, situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I already see it very clearly. It's it's weighing he- very heavy on you. Um, and it's, what we're first getting is that you. It's like you have a contract uh, with another being from a past life, and this is a contract that was put onto you as a form of control. So let's just take a deeper look, though, into this this past life. But and and when people do this or beings do this. It's always just out of fear, and fear is from their own pain. Okay, so let's just take a look at this deeper. Um, And anybody listening, you do not have to worry about this affecting you. It's not going to affect you. It's not going to jump to you. So if anybody out there is worrying about that, you you don't need to worry about that. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Okay. Okay, so there's definitely a past life here where uh, you were married. Okay, and you had a very controlling husband. Um, it was, I'm trying to see the time frame of this era. It looks like you were Asian. Okay, so you were in Asia, um, and this husband of yours, this partner of yours, was, you know, he was very abusive. It was older times, ancient times, when, you know, men controlled women. And he, he went full bore with that. Um, and what happened was, is that, you know, he sensed that he could control you in the marriage on the physical level, but that your soul was still free, okay? Because in that lifetime, you were very, you were so connected to God and source 
that you were like, I don't care. I don't care what you think you're doing on this physical plane. You cannot touch my soul. And so in that lifetime, he really made it an attempt to pull you away from that. Okay. And so it was a constant battle to try and remain that divine connection without him trying to tear that down. And what they're saying is that you're kind of left with that trauma of having to continually fight that battle, right, of trying to stand in your power while having it um, stripped away from you on a on a energetic level, okay? And so this is a contract. Because you're still holding the trauma from that, it's allowing it to continue in this lifetime. So men can easily... Uh, be over-dominating to you now, okay? And it's like you, you feel disempowered. Even though you're not, you feel like you are because you're still carrying the energy from that past life. So I'm just going to do some clearing on that, okay? How are you doing? I feel a lot of pain in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to keep clearing some of the energy and you may feel this, okay? Let's go ahead and pull out this contract from this past life and put this close that past life. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you have contracts, it seems like with like three other males in this life who are carrying that. So we're clearing those contracts now too that we're piggybacking on this. And they seem ready to let go of this because it's really draining on either being, either being when you are in these contracts that are based out of fear and control. Okay, so let's just take this energy up. Take this contract. Yeah, okay. Okay. So all parties that are involved in this are quite ready to let go of this contract. That you should be feeling the energies lifting. And what they're saying is that this is going to take uh, like a continual practice for you in this life. So it's kind of like waking up to walking a new path. And you're really going to have to focus on taking time for self-nurturing and self-care right now. Okay, and this this looks like you you're gonna have to do this for a while. Okay, and what that means is just really paying attention to what you need. Do you need sleep? Do you need a healthy meal? Do you need to get a massage? Uh, all of these things. Um, do you need to check in internally and do some meditation? And really just focusing on on what you need because the old contracts were having you focus in on like battling their energy, okay? And so now that that's gone, you need some place to redirect your energy, and your energy is going to be redirected on self-nurturing. 
And so we're going to do a little light language now as well to help you with this. How are you doing? I'm opening to these new possibilities for for me for healing. Kurishanishi Hana nishe kitawe shi kitawe shatya. Ana nishe kitisha. Aosha kitishu oshi iti ina. Ana ne kitisha ne kitiata ne. Ote eti ishi kitiasha. And we just want to say thank you to all the beings that are holding space for this for this healing to take place right now because we are using the collective energy to really help you with this healing. Okay. How are you doing? I'm shaking. (laughs) Because for so long, I'm really exhausted. Yeah. Will this clearing um, help me also to uh, lead my uh, poverty pattern? Because at the moment uh, I have no uh, uh, no income, so I know I should focus on my healing, but very hard to do okay. when money is okay. not coming. Okay, so the first thing is, is let this settle in, okay? This is big for you. Uh, secondly, do the self-nurturing. That really needs to become a daily practice for yourself. Uh, thirdly, I do recommend you signing up for the monthly teleconference so that you can still continue to do this work and that you have a connection to this community to help you keep moving forward on nurturing your soul self and your highest self and your divine self and loving yourself. So you can do that through the package that's offered. If you can't afford the package, you can you can sign up for that just independently. Okay? So just so that you know that you're supported and can continue with your self-healing and growth work. Okay, how does that sound? Would they mean independently? I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what you meant by uh, uh, I can sign up for the package independently. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I think Lauren will talk about the, the package. Um, are you there, Lauren? Yeah. So, Milena, okay. we'll talk to you um, yeah. about that. You can send her some. She'll send you some okay. links and some oh, okay, information. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 No, 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 I guess. 
Thank you oh, so much. I'm just infinitely grateful for for your for your help. Thank you. Oh, Thank yeah. you very for taking my call. Um, Thanks, Melina. Thank you for coming forward. Yes. Thank you. And we all support you. The light language that came through there was so nurturing and loving. Mm -hmm. It really was beautiful. And Mm -hmm. uh, it was um, it was transmitted for more than just Milena. It was it was for all of us. And so we -hmm. thank you for that. Okay. Oh, let's let's take a moment now and talk about the one-on-one session and your group yeah. call that's in your special mm-hmm. offer. You know, yeah. you've got a lot here and it's reasonably priced and available. Yeah. So, talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what goes on here with your special mm-hmm. offer. Yeah. So, what we're offering is the first Akashic Enlightenment one-on-one session. So you will be signing up for or purchasing that, and that's a 90-minute session where we will go over how to access Akashic Enlightenment. We will go over the three preparatory meditations just to help clear your energy and prepare you to receive these higher energies and higher guidance. We'll go over what the modality is, like the steps on how to use the prayer, the guidelines for it, and then we'll do some practice work in it. And through doing that, you will also start doing the aligning process. So the classes are set up to help you align with these higher energies and to get you used to working in those energies and so you can continue the practice on your own. In addition, there is the teleconference, and this is an hour and a half teleconference that I'll be doing March 22nd from 6.30 to 8, and we will be doing similar to what we've been doing here where we're bringing in uh, Council of Light, Ascension, Transmissions, checking in, seeing what the energies are, getting an energy update. And then we will all together open our Akashic records using the Akashic Enlightenment prayer. So you will definitely need to do the class before March 22nd. Um, Or if you just have the prayer for my Akashic Enlightenment book and you know how to use it, that will work as well. Um, But it's ideal, you know, if you can go through the class first just to really get used to how to do the protocol to open Akashic Enlightenment and work with that uh, tool and assistance for yourself. You know, it's good to be familiar with it and not Mm -hmm. trying it out when we're already in a group setting. So it'll be be quite an amazing group as this has been. This has just been wonderful, Lauren. I couldn't even imagine it being this great. Yes, and this is just a preview, what we like to offer our listeners as an introduction to you so that if they choose, Mm -hmm. they can go deeper in your work. And we like to make our special offers evergreen, so uh, your show Mm -hmm. will always be in our archives. So if someone comes along after March 22nd, um, do you do these calls every month? It's going to be... Yeah, well, I'm just okay, starting so them. They'll get this the is next in my new one. assignment. Okay. Yeah, so they can get the next one. Beautiful. 
Yeah, because I know that people will find this as it resonates with their heart. And so um, there's no Beautiful. need for anyone to feel like they're missing anything. They can always get right. that one-on-one with you. Take that three-hour yeah. webinar, which is a recording, right? And then do the group call. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that is really beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you for that work and um, for being here. Yeah. And I think we have time. Shall we do one more? Can we take one more caller? Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course. I'm just feeling the sense. We've got more than we can get to. Uh, I'm going to go oh, to okay. um, Matawan, New Jersey. I hope I'm saying that name right. Last numbers of the phone number are 7209. <laughs> Hi, you're unmuted. Hello. Hello. Lauren Hi. and Sherry. What's your name? And how are you tonight? Good. What's Hi. your name, please? Wonderful. Gina. Hi, Gina. Gina. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Wow. I'm I'm really blown away by your whole uh the meditation and your ju- just everything that my body just got a lot of chills. <laughs> but oh, wonderful. what I but what I'd like to find out, I have done the Akashic records before. Mm-hmm. I've been on my spiritual path about thirteen years now. And Beautiful. I am uh trying to awaken, uh, to hear animals talk to me, to see spirits mm-hmm. and help families and Mm-hmm. I just feel stuck, and I I was also told that I'm also an angel walking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know why I feel stuck and I can't hear anything. Do you see anything, or can you ask, I guess, the council mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. about my enlightenment? So let's see, Gina. Um, hmm. <laughs> Did you used to do this, or is this something you are wanting to do? I've always had an interest in animals. I, I, okay. I'm a race master, <laughs> but I prefer to work with animals. <laughs> okay. So what I'm getting is it's not working because you're forcing it, <laughs> right? This is more of – so sometimes we can misinterpret our inspirations as, well, I have to have it manifest this way or that way. And actually what they're saying is the reason you like it is because, well, you've already done this in a past life. And it's to the point that you don't need to do it that way in this life because your soul is evolving, right? You don't need to repeat doing things the way you already know how to do them. What's the good of that, right? Let's Let's accelerate. Let's have that soul expansion, okay? And so what they're saying is that you're going to start learning to communicate telepathically and it's almost more of offering like a healing work an energetic healing work okay they're showing your hands okay and working with the earth energies and becoming a conduit for this healing energy to come through you through your hands to be shared with the animals okay because in the previous life it was more of they were your family. And now it's to the point that you're accelerating who you are as a soul being and being able to carry these energies in a different way. Okay? And that's where they're saying you feel, quote, blocked. 
because the way the energies are coming in, they're coming in different. And you keep trying to retrack back to that track that you used to follow to have that communication, okay? And so it's more of just accepting how the new track is coming in, right? And just relaxing in that. And they're saying just relax when you're with the animals. Just be with them. And as you relax, then you'll start to just let this come in for yourself, right? It's almost like you're free-willing yourself out of your, your higher evolution of stepping into what you actually can do now, right? Because you're like, well, I'm used to doing it this way. That way it was comfortable. Um, and so it's just a little soul stubbornness, <laughs> a thing to worry about. Um, and are you ready to step into your possibilities of working with the animals in a different way? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm, do do okay. you see me doing anything else? Um, anything else? Besides that. <laughs> Okay, I was going to say, it was a very broad question. <laughs> That's why. Sorry, I don't know if the you... connection cut out. What did you say? Oh, I, w- I didn't know if you um, could sense an angel in me or or not. They're saying, of course, you're a divine angel of light. You know, it's just how are you... You looking for a certain answer here in terms of a definition. So again, it's the same pattern. <laughs> what they're oh, saying man. is that you're holding you're holding these mental concepts of how something should be or be, and uh, because of that, it's holding you back, right? So just feel if you feel like you are an angelic being, be that, right? You don't need somebody to tell you if you are. It's just a more of letting go of the thought process of both of these things and allowing what your true soul imprint is to come forth, okay? So we're just going to do a little light language to help uh, clear these energies, okay? Okay. Kasha kasha inani shukutu shikiti isha anane ita asha. Asha ika to usha ana nikitine anishu ananisha anakita ananisha kutu ushu ananisha kutu ush ana nikitisha anaketi uta ita asha ikit ino asha tishu katana hasha it ish ikit ina anisha okati ina anisha hota ish akati ana ekti ishu ukati ara iti iti Ana ekiti isha kiti ana asha ekiti usha ata isha ota ana isha ana neshe kito ana neshe kito ana ate ota esh ekiti shoka ta ana esh ota esh ekiti ana esh kiti no ana esh ana nekiti shote isha 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 oka ti ina ne ne nesha at isha ota ishoka ta ana esh kita. So they're really just um, pushing your energy forward on your new path. You, and this is, we're just focusing on, yes, just go forward on the new path, 
let go of the old path, let go of thinking of that, and just go forward on the new path and trust it, okay? Let it open, open within your heart what you feel you truly are, okay? Okay. Oh, that was great. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you, and, and thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Gina. And thank you, Sherry. You have left us in a higher vibration, and we are oh, elated. A beautiful <laughs> transmission and a beautiful message. We're so glad Wonderful. that you could join us today in this very sacred oh, space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could do this all day. <laughs> I know. We feel like we can stay here for hours more. There's certainly more conversations for us to have, my dear, with the parallel Definitely. lives and all of that. So we will have mm-hmm. you back again for a deeper quantum Wonderful. conversation. And in the meantime, I just mm-hmm. want to give you a moment to close our circle. Yes. Let me do that, actually. We'll do a thank you. So thank you, dear beings of light, for the enlightenment, wisdom, healing, and guidance we have all received today. Please help each of us to return fully into our complete human wholeness, enlightenment, and healing intact in all dimensions, times, and planes. Please help each of us to integrate the enlightened guidance and healing given with the grace of God via our Akashic Records and the Book of Truth, the Council of Light, and all other ascended beings and masters who have come in today. We ask you now to close anybody's Akashic records that are still open as we bring the session to a close for now and to come back again. We thank you. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Council Mm, of Light. Thank you so much. Yes. And Sherry Mosley, this has been a beautiful (laughs) quantum conversation. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for providing this platform. It's just amazing what you're doing. It really is. Well, we look forward to speaking with you again here on Quantum Conversations. Thank you. And if you would love Sherry's work and a one-on-one session with her and her courses and her group call, please check out the special offer that is available to you. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Now is when we get to integrate by dancing our way to the cosmic heart. Yes. And so we have two songs Mm -hmm. here, Is This Love and Love Injection. Enjoy.
you for listening and thank you for dancing with us in our collective intentions as they go across the universe to the cosmic heart. I'd like to thank my wonderful team at AcousticHealth.com, Heidi, Tony, Tom, Pam, Suzanne, and Garner, who assist with the production of Quantum Conversations, online healing retreats, and more. And thank you, too, for listening. If you've enjoyed this program, please share it with your friends and loved ones. And we thank you for shining your magnificent light and adding it to the world. This is when we love ourselves like no one else can. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.
the conference is now completed. Goodbye.